Are you going to do it this time? Oh, no. Okay, are we recording? Oh, yeah, we've been recording. Okay. You're listening to the No One Special Podcast, a weekly interview show where guests go from stranger to special within the hour. We're your hosts, Shannon Dugan. And Mike Means. Today we're talking with... Nicole Trumpy. Welcome. Do you listen to podcasts, Nicole? I do, yeah. yeah. She's a seasoned veteran. No, I know no, no, you. No, no, you no, no, no. Didn't you used to have one? I did not personally have one, but Mike had one, and so I would. Um, but th- but those usually involved a couple cocktails. So this nine a.m. in the morning things oh, yeah. a, a new. You've uh, got the coffee. True. Almost yeah, coffee. Yeah, coffee. You don't have good. that like liquid courage this <laughs> no, time. Exactly. <laughs> Different liquid courage. <laughs> Nicole, tell us what you do. Okay, like uh, for all the way around your work, life. what okay. you're into, all your hobbies. It. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tell us all about it. All right, so uh, professionally, I work for Pivot Realty Group, and I am in the career development department. So about fifty percent of my of my job is bringing folks on board. Um, so so growing the company, new uh, bringing on new agents. Um, and then the other 50% is really helping people um, through get actually get licensed, so actually get through all of the classes. Um, and personally, I am married um, for 12 and a half years, almost 13 years actually. Woo! Oh my gosh, no, it'll be 12 years. 12 years this year, it, 11 and a half years. <laughs> we won't tell him you don't know how long you guys have been married. Because chances are he doesn't know either. <laughs> Um, and, um, we have a four year old twins, actually four and a half, um, today, actually. Oh, it's, oh, I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Well, the, the only reason why I know the half birthday is because they've been planning their fifth birthday for literally months. And I've had to keep on telling them you're not even, it's not even your half birthday yet. So let's calm down. Like you're closer to four than you are to five. Um, I like how they're planning their own birthday. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. They're like, Four and a half. Yeah. Is it like grandiose? Like, I, no. I oh. mean, I, no. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't in think, their minds. Oh, yeah, in their minds for sure. But in, um, not in my mind. I mean, oh. in my mind, it's like we, it's in April. Like, so it's we'll have a cookout timing. or something. Yes, yeah. we invite our friends over and their friends. And um, we put up a little jump house that they had gotten for Christmas a couple years ago. And, like, that's the extent of it, you know. I want to come. Yeah, come on. Bring Connor. I, I will. Yeah. He's my ticket into all these birthday parties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Connor <laughs> Connor came to Elliot's birthday party, uh-huh. didn't he? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So that's like the big topic of conversation at their in their classes, birthday parties and who's invited and who's coming. Uh, so that's why. Okay. And they've just recently got a new invite. And so every time they get a new invite, it causes them to talk about their party and whatever. So. Um, <laughs> Little socialites. I know. I know, right? I know, right? Um, so, yeah, and then um, hobbies, um, you know, really with having two four-year-olds, I don't have a lot of time to have hobbies. Unfortunately, I'll find myself again one day, but I guess if I had to say, it's really just being out and about. So Mike and I like taking the kids to different breweries, and we're kind of foodie-ish, and then I do try to work out a couple days a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I all the time see you guys doing stuff with the kids yeah yeah. like I mean, on facebook and yeah. stuff it's fun we we do that you do that with connor i do that with elliot that's like, the only way anybody looks like, at my facebook stuff is if i put pictures of <laughs> connor i know yeah. i know but that's okay 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's fun. Ellie, Ellie's just turned three, so I feel like she's getting in that stage where like everything, like oh my gosh, everything's new and exciting, yes. and it's so fun to like take her to do new experiences. Yeah. And we were talking before that it for me it gets me outside my box of like normal things sure. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't normally do these things, right. but now having yeah, the kids and the new mom group that you're doing and oh all yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely want them to be, like, well-rounded. I want them to experience new things and see mm-hmm. the world. We, we definitely have a healthy balance of, you know, having a date night or going out with friends. But then also, you know, just on a Friday or Saturday night, like, including, you know, making it family plans, going out to a decent dinner and a brewery or something like that, and just awesome. really involving them in all of those things. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Where do you work out at? I work out at Better Bodies in Fort, in, what is that, Fort Mitchell, Crescent Springs? Yes. yes. So wherever it is, I'm not going there. I know that. I'm yes. staying better away from bodies. the gym. You're not yes. going to the Better Bodies? Any gym. Yes. <laughs> Just stay but away. Then, um, but then I also, in, um, in my role at Pivot, I actually work from home two days a week. So I um, sometimes will take my lunch break and just work out at my house. Oh, okay. And so I, I have a trainer that I work out with um, once a week, and then I try to go to spin class a couple days a week, and then sometimes I can motivate myself one other day by myself. Spin class seems intimidating. Yeah, but... I then, always envision the ones that are, like, in New York, where oh, it's, like, yeah. packed. There's, and like, 50 there's people. There's, like, some intense one person music. And they're all yeah, on, like, like, <laughs> those, like, instructors are, like... Or yeah. the things you see on Facebook where the people are just going insane. Yeah, you know, I always tell people that it's it really is your own workout, which is nice. Like, you can do it at your own yes, pace. Yes, and you don't... And nobody knows how much resistance you have on your bike. Nobody knows, you know, how much of a hill you're on, so... So, you know, even for me, I've been going for several years and I, some days, like I just go in and I'm like, I'm not feeling this. I just want to sweat a little bit. I just need to like be in my mind for a minute. Um, I'll just kind of spin away and not really put on much resistance and stuff. But then other days I'm like, you know, let's let's get it. Yes. Yeah. I like it. I like the idea of, of working out at your own pace so you're not doing it too hard. I think yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, I'm still like, here. Yeah, I'm perfect. still here. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah that's just what here. I mean, you know, but, but I mean, as I've become a little bit more, since I've been going more often, I can definitely tell because if you're sprinting and, you know, you're like wobbling and all over, I'm like, oh, that person doesn't have it. Oh, they don't have much Yeah. <laughs> but, but they probably think the same thing about me too because I can't see myself, you know. Yeah. So they're probably like, dang, my girl's taking it easy today. She's yeah. over there on the struggle bus. <laughs> it's like, I think it's the same with like a, a rowing machine, like an erg. Mm-hmm. Well, like in college we had to set our, like the coach would walk by and check. But like, if you're working out on your own, you can like have very little resistance. Right, yeah. And then you're just like, yeah. winging it. You're going yeah. so fast. Yeah. But everybody needs those. Because at the end of the day, as long as you're getting your heart rate up and you're sweating, I mean, it's still a workout. No matter, yeah, you I get know, that cardio. Yeah. But yeah, it's just less of a it's just less of a strength workout, right? If you're right. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's you, a good workout too, cycling. I feel like when I bike to work, when I used to bike to work, yeah. um, in my past life, I lost a ton of weight. Oh yeah. Doing that. It's yeah, it's intense. It's a good workout. Yeah, yeah I used to run, um, which I probably maybe like slightly more, but I'm just really getting, yeah, but I'm just getting older and it's better on your joints. Yes, 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 <laughs> and so. It gives me, so cycling gives me almost the same high as running does. Because there's just something about finishing, like, a hardcore cardio workout that you just, yeah. Gets those endorphins Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Mike's like, no comment. 
<laughs> Look, I'm I'm all for it. I'm just not paying to go to a gym. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And yeah. you're doing you go hiking. Even you even that. on the days that you're in there and not doing anything, you're doing way more than everybody sitting at home watching Netflix. Yeah. And I love I'm raising and, my hand. Yeah, and I, I love guy hiking. So so we went to Aspen in August and we went hiking and I'm telling you, I have, I've never been so sore. I mean, my hip flexors were insanely sore, like my quads, my hamstrings, just from having to like go up those, those mountains. Did you reach any elevations where you had like the the air's thinner sort of deal? Yeah. Well, I mean, so Aspen is 8,000 feet, I think 7,000 feet. Um, and then obviously then when you go hiking up the mountain, I didn't notice it as much when I was, when I was hiking because you can go at a slower pace. But when I did notice it is, um, we tried to go for a jog out there and Again, I'm out of jogging shape, so, you know, like, I still have to stop and walk sometimes, but, I mean, not only was I having to stop and walk, but I was, like, barely able to catch my breath, so I definitely noticed it then, Hmm. but it was fun. That's when you see those people with the masks over their face. Yes, yes, yes. My friend's husband wears one of those, and it just cracks me up. Like, when he goes hiking? I'm like, you, like, no, just, like, when he's working out. He's running and stuff. It's just I'm not sure why, but just practice for when you're wearing your murder mask and doing a lot of physical <laughs> like, activities. Like um, who was it? Bane. <laughs> <laughs> oh they look God. like Bane from Batman. Oh with yeah. Things. All right. Well, then tell us about where you're from. Where you're coming from? What? What's? Tell us about you. Like, um, where were you born? Yeah. So, um, born and raised in the NKY, good old Northern Kentucky, um, Edgewood, actually. Well, I mean, I was born in Cincinnati at Christ Hospital, but my I grew up in right. um, in Northern Kentucky, and lived there my whole life. My parents actually still live in the same house that we moved into when I was four, and then we or I moved to Lexington for four years and went to UK, and then when I graduated from there, um, Mike and I bought a house in Hebron, lived there for eight years, and now we're back in Edgewood, about two miles from my parents, actually a little bit less than the house I grew up in. That's nice. Wow. Do you like that, being so close to them? Yeah. yeah it's, it's very convenient. It is very nice, yes. Yeah. And then even since then, Mike's parents moved from Petersburg, Kentucky, which is, you know, in Boone County, to yeah. um, to, and to actually the same neighborhood as us. Um, they live even less than a mile. And my brother also lives in our neighborhood, so... Um, the whole family. Yeah, like a little becoming, mafia. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's becoming like a little compound, which I didn't think I would love, but now that I have kids... Um, it is so nice. Like, it is so Go to your uncle's house. Nice. Just yeah. go. Yeah. I know. I know. And, you know, even to think about... like My family lives like that. Like, yeah. my dad's side of the family, they all live within, like... You could bike... Well, I think my Nana lives a little bit further, but you could bike. Mm-hmm. Or it's a long walk. But the other ones are, like, you could basically see her house. Oh, That's wow. great. Yeah. It is so nice. It, I, I really love it because I grew up... My grandparents lived in Williamstown, Kentucky, so, I mean, so close, and we still got to see them all the time, and it's really all about what you make of it, right? Right. Even people that, you know, they live far away from their parents or grandparents, now in this day and age, you can FaceTime, Skype, yeah. whatever, um, so it really is just what you make of the relationship, but, um, and I was blessed with having grandparents that even though they live 40, 45 minutes away, like, we were still very close, I would go down there and spend the weekend with them, I would stay with one on Friday night, one on Saturday night, Right. but... Just this week, we had Mike's parents called and said, hey, you guys want to stop over for coffee and dessert after dinner? So we did that. And then, you know, they saw my parents uh, one night too. So it's just, you know, it's nice that we yeah. can, that we get to do that. You get those like little easy moments that you can just pop over and yeah. say hi. Yeah. Where you normally wouldn't like 
Right. If you're dispersed. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, I have half my family lives in Anderson and half lives in Union. So it's okay, like... yeah. We're centrally located, but... Yeah. It's but not it's like still... we can just pop in. It's right. like, oh, this is a calculated trip. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I mean, yeah. we used to have to worry about the weather was bad around the holidays, you know, like... Oh, you, you yeah. Just always now have, you like, can, like... Can you walk to their house? Oh, yeah. I mean, we... Oh, it's two miles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we... we okay. Right. We and do the snow walk. Two minutes yeah. uphill both ways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we. That's perfect. Yeah, we walked it. We actually walked to Mike's parents and my my brother a lot just because I was actually in the same neighborhood. But my parents, we've we, we walk sometimes or put put the kids in the stroller or something. Yeah, it's so nice. You don't have to worry about it. Anybody can drive two miles and a little snow, you know. Yeah. I mean, not nice. me, but. <laughs> you can hire a guy. You know, yeah. <laughs> um. I feel like we haven't been getting... I, something was released today. I didn't read it, but I feel like we haven't... Our winters haven't been that bad. Although, maybe I just block them out. They really haven't. They've been mild. Um, yeah, but I, I heard that this year might be a little rough. But I don't know. I think that's why there was something that yeah. I did not read. I don't trust them. Yeah. Don't you don't trust any, the almanacs Any weather forecast. Anything, like, <laughs> just, it's going to do what it's going to do. Yeah, well, and I mean, you can't really... Who cares? Just right. yeah, you, you have to go to work. Right. You have to take your kids places. Get if over you it. Let, yeah, if you, People live in Chicago and they're driving around and right. like... Feet. Yes. Feet. Yeah, oh yeah. Feet. Is that the right... Oh yeah, they have... They have... Is that the right word, though? The right... Yeah, feet of, that yeah, inches or feet. Lots yeah. of feet of snow? No. Several oh, feet? Several, several feet. feet. Yes. Multiple feet. <laughs> trying to figure it Most out. Most people I'm in Chicago out have multiple so feet. Don't listen to this. Of snow. Edit that out. <laughs> well, it sounds like you are truly a local then. I am, yeah. 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 You have all that, I'm sure, all the insider information of Edgewood. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, honestly, I try to... I just try to assume positive intent from everyone, so I, I try not. I try to stay out of the, the gossip of um, of anywhere. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's can it get very like small town feeling? You know, I mean, I think Northern Kentucky in general is like that. Yeah, I don't know if it's so much like that just specifically in Edgewood. Right. But yeah, I mean, like things are very um, small town in Northern Kentucky. You know, I have I'll meet somebody and they have multiple connections of people that I had no idea that they had connections with. And trying to figure out how that all happens yeah. is really crazy. It's like that, what's that, the Kevin Bacon oh, thing? Oh, yeah, six degrees of separation. Or yes. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> yes. Northern Kentucky. Yes, it version. is. Oh, my gosh. It's so... And some How people, do you know? <laughs> yes. And some people don't like it, you know? I mean, they, they get yeah. really annoyed by everyone knows everybody or feeling like everybody's in their business. But to me, I don't know. I just, again, I assume positive intent and try to see the positive in everybody. And, um, yeah. And if people... It helps. You know, I think helps keep people polite if they think you're gonna end up knowing somebody they know. Yeah, yeah, true story. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, what what do they say? Even to get a job or anything, it's not it's yeah. not what you know. It's who you know, it's right? Who you know. Yeah. So if you, the more people you know, the more opportunities you have in general, right? Right. Whether it be professionally, so. personally, whatever. Speaking of where you came from and professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you haven't always been a career development manager. True. So tell us about some of your early jobs, what you used to do. Sure. So um, when I got out of college, my mom is a breast cancer survivor. And so she was really involved with the American Cancer Society, the Relay for Life events. Okay. And so they happened, there happened to be an opening in what they called the outer counties. So that was Gallatin County, Henry County, Trimble County, Owen County, and Carroll County. 
Okay. So I interviewed and, re- and got that job. And so I managed those Relay for Life events for the first year and then moved to Boone Kenton Campbell. And NKU at the time had a Relay for Life event as well as um, Thomas Moore. So I worked on those. And then after about 18 months, I got an opportunity to go to uh, work at United Way of Greater Cincinnati. So I worked there for eight years. And then I went to City, uh, City Bank um, in Florence and was their communications manager. So I managed all of the internal communications at the site and all the site events, volunteer activities, projects, all of that. Um, So I was there for four years and just decided that you know, I loved, loved that job. It was so mm-hmm. much fun. I loved the people. I mean, I just loved my job. But I, I wanted something that was more... Um, well, first of all, I mean, obviously, having getting with my kids twice a week was, like, huge, huge because they were getting older. But then also, um, a little bit more... I mean, my job at City was amazingly flexible, but it was still, like, you know, behind four walls, eight to five-ish, you know? And so I right. wanted something that was more... Just a little bit more like what all of my prior work experience. So being out, talking to people all the time. Engaging. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and I got to do a lot of that at City too um, because it was something that was extremely passionate, uh, an extreme passion of mine, just being involved in the community and yeah, and with like the chambers and stuff like that. But yeah, this kind of took it to a whole new level. So awesome. Yeah. I'm a little jealous because I didn't hear any crap jobs. Those all sounded like I know. good work they experiences. They were like big. Like, like, and then I did five years at Taco Bell, <laughs> slinging ground beef out the window. Like, none of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I worked retail when I was in high school, and I don't... And, yeah, that's where and, the juicy yeah, stuff is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was all that much fun. But yeah. And, you know, I mean, working in nonprofit is um, is not always so easy, but it was great. I mean, I, lo- I loved both my jobs, but... I mean, when I first got out of college, when I when they told me what my salary was going to be, I, 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 I was just in shock I, I thought like people people with college degrees or not like work work for this now but obviously I mean I, it's more about making the difference and the money going to to the cause um, so right much more like fulfilling yes like, yes and I mean you know if this I, is helping people yeah for sure and you know if I didn't have that experience like who knows where my life would be now. I mean, I probably wouldn't have went to United Way, which means I wouldn't have fallen in love with, like, you know, forming relationships with people, finding, you know, like, loving working in the community, loving being uh, going, being involved at the chamber and, you know, things like that and set with leadership in Northern Kentucky. So, yeah, I mean, it was so worth it. But I just remember being like, what? Really? That's, that's it? Did you notice a lot of cultural difference between a nonprofit and going to a, a bank? Yeah. It was more, it, it was almost more the the politics around it, I guess. Just, you know, when you work, when you work at a corporation, everything has a policy and procedure around it. And you had a bit more autonomy when you worked for a nonprofit, at least that I saw. That might not be across the board. And obviously United Way is a bigger um, organization. So there was a little bit there too, but yeah. I, would, that, I mean, that would make sense. You don't have a shareholder with a nonprofit that way. They don't have that accountability to somebody who sent them money to make sure they're getting a return on that same money. Well, yeah, but I mean, but with all of that said though, people that are, the only way that nonprofits stay in existence is if, is if people are willing to give of their 
disposable income. And so people want to know where that money's going and like they really right. or dictate where are those, yeah. that money's yeah. going. Yeah. So understandably, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of disposable income, especially with paying for childcare and you know, all of that. And so, so when I support a cause, like I'm, I want to know it's making a difference. So yes, but I also think that because of that, you know, you have to be willing to step outside of the box a little bit find new ways to to get people engaged and all of that and so because of that you just are make you're, you're just trying new things doing new things and so you know that has to making mistakes finding new ways to to make money all of that yeah the yeah. returns yeah, yeah, on yeah. that type of investment is a different type yes so yeah the yes. structure i think yes. would be absolutely but then yeah to your point when somebody puts money in a bank they they want they want, they, yeah, they they want, want that a percentage. amount plus, plus yes. you know your interest yeah that it's coming from that as well so so yeah because that's somebody's wealth but when you think about giving of your disposable income people get very understandably so very passionate about that as well uh, yeah i'm not for sure as a not-for-profit you have a mission still that you're working towards and hoping to get pe- sure. people to donate to, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. it's not a, I don't want to say it's not a numbers game. It's not a spreadsheet numbers game necessarily like it is with that corporate like percentage. Yeah. I mean, we definitely had a lot of spreadsheets when I was at both places, but I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Excellent. Perfect. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Ooh, is it our next question? No, you are so oh. excited about it, too. I know, I, know, I, know, I like I the weird question. No, it's coming. The next one is, Nicole Trempe, where are you going? Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh, man, this is a loaded question. I, I just feel what... like since I've gotten older, I'm, I, I don't, I, I'm having trouble with this whole getting older thing, I must admit. Listen, I've had, I fell on my knee in May. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Blink took me down. Oh no! Blink took me down to locked up knee town oh, again. Wow. I just got cleared from physical therapy. Oh no! They said not. The that roller much. girls messaging me last night. I didn't see you at scrimmage. I know you're planning on not skating the rest of the season. I'm like, yeah, my knee is still swollen. Mm. But I did. I guess I refell. We did go over that, didn't we? Oh, you fell at down weekend? the steps. No, this was no. the weekend before two or three Blink. Weeks ago. I. I I don't know. I'm just a little bit clumsy, okay? I play roller derby, but... Yeah. It's because sure, she yeah. doesn't wear the right footwear. <laughs> you need to just wear your... your Proper footwear is like a huge <laughs> point of contention in my household. Oh, because same. I like to wear flip-flops all the time oh, and yeah. stuff. So I, I felt... It, I always tell people I fell playing roller derby, which is true. Mm-hmm. I did. I fell really hard and I put all my weight on my knee. And mm-hmm. it was like black and blue and swollen. And then I waited to go to the doctor, which don't do that. Even though I'm a hypochondriac, I waited. Oh, yeah. Well, you always do when it's an injury like that because you know... Like, you know oh, what they're going to tell you, right? Like, ice it, elevate it, and ibuprofen. Right. Well, and, and I mean, <clears throat> especially if you are Getting doing something right. like something that you are having fun with and passionate about, like roller derby. Right. You don't want them to tell you that you can't do right, that. Right, and I knew they were and going to. Yes, and that's exact. yes, same. She read me the right act. And then... Yes. And then... I was just going down my front steps. We're going to walk down to the park. There's a little park at the end of my street, which is very mm-hmm. nice. And um, bam, <sighs> fell down the steps. But I mainly like just scraped the top of my other foot, the opposite leg foot. But I did also hit my knee. And then I was like, okay, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. I had just been cleared from physical therapy. And then what, two weeks ago, I fell down my back steps oh. outside. Oh. I did not know about this. You didn't? Oh, Matt had like a fire pit going. 
and our backyard is kind mm-hmm. of like in construction mode, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the concrete steps aren't we have like tiles, big tiles on top of them, but they're not all loose. All the way secured. And Matt was staring at me, looking at me, going, <laughs> Wife, you're clumsy. Like, get off those steps right uh-huh. now. Nope. No. Bam. And then I was like, I'm not going to fall. Not even a, probably a second later. I feel like this is Matt's fault. He oh, cursed you. This no. is, he jinxed me, I think. Anyways, sorry, that was a tangent. No. Well, I am. When you're older and you have more responsibilities, it's yes. a little bit harder to yes. commit if you think that you're going to really injure yourself yeah. even further. Right. And then my knee, and it's now even more weakened state. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, all that It's stuff. a mess. Yeah. But getting old's fun. So now I'm taking all these vitamins and like oh. turmeric is anti-inflammatory and like... I know. It's... Somebody told me glucosamine last night was like glucose... Some, some sort of... Something that sounds like that, yeah, is supposed to help with like joint health and yeah, it's um, it's it's hard and you know I, I I'm not old no, but I I remember the specific it, it almost happened literally overnight so I had started getting more into fitness in my late twenties and then like nothing ever hurt like I could do anything and never injure myself right and it was and I'm not exaggerating when I say like I turned thirty and. Like, stuff just started falling apart. It was crazy. I mean, it started hurting to get out of bed. And you're like, what? After, a, you know, after a workout or after a long night out in Covington, <laughs> you know, a few too many cocktails or beers. You're like, I get hungover yes, now? What? Yes. It was so insane. And it literally was overnight. Yeah. And when I turned 30. And I mean, I'm sure part of that was in my head. But also, I mean, I really do feel like that that just really happened. So, I am two years away from 40 so I'm you know a little bit nervous to see what happens you are not two years away you are yeah, I'll, I'll be 38 next month yeah I'll turn 37 next month do you really oh, wow. happy mm-hmm. birthday when's your birthday the 15th when's the 17th party, party. <laughs> yep I'm the youngest one in here <laughs> are you like 30 I'm 33 oh. She's a baby. baby. <laughs> so where am I going? Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, oh my no. gosh, that went on a big tangent. No, you're it's okay. Fine. Give her time Cut. to think about it. <clears throat> okay. I would say, you know, obviously, um, professionally, I I want to continue to do something that allows me to be involved in the community. Yeah. And to you know be be able to continue to like build relationships and do things. So I would say that if I had to create my perfect job, it would be kind of a mix of my last job in communications. So you know like managing some communications, like internal, external, whatever. But then also continuing to you know like really manage volunteer projects, plan events, like that kind of thing. So if I had to picture my perfect position, like that's what it would be. So I hope I can find it, and I hope that, you know, one day Pivot's, you know, big enough that that could be something that, you know, would happen. If it doesn't, then just as long as I'm making a difference in the community, getting to be involved in the community, yeah. then that's okay, too. I've thought about, you know, getting my real estate license, um, so we'll see about that. I would think I would really like it. Got a because, lot of connections, you know, a lot yeah, of people. And, and, you know, I mean, a lot of the things I just said are exactly what you guys do every day. So, right. So, yeah. I, uh, yeah. 
So I, I don't know where that's going to be. I yeah. hope it's at Pivot. Like I love Pivot. I love, I love, you know, I love Mark. I love the team. I love, I just love everybody. So like the culture of it all. Like love everything. the culture. So that's yeah. something that is extremely important to me is I want to go to work every single day where, um, I, you know, if I'm going to get up and go every single day, especially having kids and having a family, like I want it to be somewhere where I feel good, you know, yeah. and where, yeah. you, where you make friends, where everyone gets along. And so, and so I remember actually my first week at Pivot, I said, I don't know what it is, but it just feels really good to be there. And I want to, and I want to be there for as long as I can be. So, so that's, so that's where, you know, uh, professionally and personally, you know, just continuing to put my family first, be, be, you know, the, the best mom that I know how to be. Right. I mean, I don't know if I'm that great, but I try really hard mm -hmm. and just, you know, watching them grow up and, and, um, be the best version of themselves. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I guess I, my experience with this, I've always worked in like restaurant industries. Uh -huh. So now working for Pivot in this kind of like being more engaging in the community, mm -hmm. I can see how you're so passionate about it. Yeah. Because it's like rewarding. I don't know. There's something about it that just feels like right yeah. and good and you're you're doing something to help yeah. people, like that kind yeah. of venue. I've never been so involved in like the towns I've lived in until I became a real estate agent, which yeah. is so strange. Yeah. Well, and the other really important thing too is, is that when you start getting involved in the community, especially if it's especially if it's um, like volunteer projects or yes. for nonprofits or something like that, like the number one thing is that it has to be genuine, right? I mean, yeah. you can't just get a get a job or a career where you know that that's going to help you out and then start yeah. doing it like that. Like that just is right. not, is not genuine. right. And so it has to come from a very genuine place and people notice that and people pick up on that and, yeah. and people are appreciative of that. And so it is a lot of fun and just, and just being involved in some of the different, um, you know, like I went through leadership Northern Kentucky in, in 2012 when I was at United way and um, just the different friends and connections that I made through that have just um, done like wonders for for my career and for my network. Yeah. And um, you know, it, they're not people that I always hang out with on on an everyday basis, of course. But they're people that you can always call if you need anything, which is really nice. Oh and, yeah, for sure. And we meet for I have a you know I have a handful of people, uh, maybe two handfuls of people that I meet on a on a regular basis for coffee, for you know for breakfast. I just met with one of my friends last week, and just like catching up and talking about life and talking about careers and and all of that. Like I just hope to be able to do something that can continue um, can continue that. Yeah. Because I don't. The weird thing is, is I was I think I was telling you, Shannon, like I'm. I consider myself like a an extra an introverted extrovert, so <laughs> so I definitely by definition, right? I'm an ex yeah. I'm an I'm an extrovert because I get my energy from people. Like I can never stay at home all day, and if I do, like it ha like I have to make some phone calls or I have to you know engage with people in some way. Yeah. Um, outside of just like my family. Um, but I also like, I don't like walking into big events or even small events. If I don't, if I'm not, if I'm not walking in with somebody I know, I'm not sure I'm meeting somebody I know, Oh yeah. like that kind of stuff just gives me so much anxiety. And so I'm trying to come out of it a little bit Yeah. and, um, you know, put myself in some uncomfortable situations for me, obviously I'm not safety wise, but um, just put myself I outside also, of, I also feel that way. Yeah. 
It's like, crazy. I need to know somebody. I need to have yeah. a connection. Yeah, I mean, even just um, a couple weeks ago, I, at the last minute, had to go to a wedding by myself and um, of one of my great friends that I worked with at City, and uh, actually, she was my boss, and we lost our babysitter at the last minute, so I had to go at the last minute, and I knew that I was going to know so many people there. It was all of my friends from City, but I, I had so much anxiety about... I was you like, didn't have your other partner there yes, to like... Yes, yes, I was I like... Know. I was like, Mike, this isn't going to work. Like, how am I going to walk into this wedding? So luckily, I happened to run into one of my really good friends. Like, literally, we parked right next to each other. So, oh, yeah, perfect. She, so you could walk in together. Awesome by herself. So we walked in together, sat by each other throughout the wedding, and then walked to the reception um, on the same grounds. But you kind of had to walk. So, yeah, I mean, even something like that where I know I'm going to know people, it's like walking in by yourself. And, and you know, everybody does it. Like, you turn and look and see who walked in, you know. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be the center of attention. Don't look at me. Yeah. Did you ever find your babysitter? No, no. I had to. Still, I, she's I, still lost. Uh, oh, <laughs> you're so funny. oh my god. Um, no, actually, you know, four-year-old um, twins are um, are hard to find babysitters for. We never found our babysitter that night, but luckily, she is still in this world. Okay, and good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can sleep tonight. Now yeah. we don't have to send out a search party for the babysitter. Yes, yes, and she's really amazing. <laughs> Shannon, it's that time. Okay, this is one of. Okay. This is absolutely Shannon. This seems like an intimidating question. Intimidating question, but it's not really. It's what? What's your secret, Nicole Trimpey? Oh gosh. Um, it could be. Tell could, us a secret. Tell us a secret. I feel like that. Um, I feel like I need to think about this. So can we okay. go on to the next question? No, and come we back can't to go it? on, but you can take your time. Yeah. Are you? We can take, take as long time. as we want. I can cut it out, no problem. But yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm just such an open book. I don't really... Oh my god. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, I think I, I think I know myself. Okay. Oh, okay. That was so um I I feel like that maybe I've told some people this, or maybe they notice from my laughter at certain jokes, but um, you know, as much as I try to pretend to be like put together and um, professional, yeah, uh, there is something about um jokes that 13-year-old boys find funny. So um like farts and you know, balls and boogers and like all of that stuff. Oh like, my gosh, yes, like, that's good. <laughs> like all of that stuff, it just I just find hilarious. hilarious. Like I cannot help myself <laughs> from laughing when somebody makes a ball joke or something like that. So yeah, that's probably that's the funny. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That I think it's thirteen-year-old sense of humor. A thirteen-year-old yes. boy's <laughs> sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. Or like poop jokes, you know, like even yeah, with my four-year-olds, like, potty like, talk like everything, yes, like everything's <clears throat> about poop in our house, and yeah. and I try to like keep it together, but sometimes I'm like, that's really funny, like yeah, like and I you've can't. got you've got at least another year of that. I know. Yeah, Elliot's yeah. been doing one that's really funny that I think you would like. <laughs> I just think it's funny. I don't know. It's probably gonna sound stupid, but like just yesterday and today, and she'll be like, "What's that sound?" And I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" She's like, "It's my butt." Oh like, my god. <laughs> <laughs> I did it and nobody heard it. I bet she. Like, I bet she learned that from that. Yes. And I'm just like, what? Yes. Where? How? What? Yes. But when like a toddler's doing it, it's just like this is so silly. But I know. it's just so funny. I, know, I don't really know why. Is. Yeah. So Stella does the same thing. So she she'll say like, did you hear that? And I'll say no. And she's like, I farted or I burped. So I'm like, okay, say excuse me. And then this morning I was getting her dressed and she was like. And you know, I took off her, I took off her pajamas, and before I, before she could put on her underwear, she was like, "My butt's on your pillow," and I was like, "Oh my god!" I don't know where they get that from either. I, I never made, 
other than busting his butt, like it was never so funny. I know, I know. Like butts and tits and like yes. Working for Pivot, being all independent contractors, yeah. there is no yeah. PR, HR. Yeah, or, but right. the, but the thing that's that I love about it so much is just that everybody, you know, there are people from all different walks of life, from you know, like twenty years old to you know, seventy five or whatever. Right. And um, and then you know, all different religions, all different politics, and that we can just all come together and. And have mutual respect for one another and, you know, make silly jokes to each other. And, and still have fun. Yeah, yeah. And still have fun. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's really nice. And I not be on your guard all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. No comment. No comment? You don't like that? <laughs> You're not one of those people. It's not that I don't like it. It's that I, I'm still always... I still feel weird. Conscious like if of I my ask... audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I feel like some people sometimes aren't. Some people oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's just can be a little of, uncouth I mean, because they're so comfortable. I mean, I think that it's part of your social emotional intelligence or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you still social it's still awareness. A, too. Yes, like like, yeah. like you're still in a work environment or professional environment. You're still representing yourself. You're right. still representing the team, and so yeah. I mean, there has to be a level of of decency, but yeah. yeah. I felt awkward a few times where like I'm I'm not a cusser, especially being a toddler parent yeah i don't i i've like shut that down restaurant life it was a little bit different yeah <laughs> but not that i would all the time just you know yeah and i think i said like a cuss word in front of mark or somebody one time and i was like oh my gosh like that was inappropriate like do i need to apologize like what I, and then i'm like no i don't like get yeah. out of your head like right. stop thinking about yeah. that I don't try to do that or mean to do that, right. but like it happened one time and I overthought it. I was like, oh gosh, that was like really unprofessional. Oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm a chronic, I'm a chronic overthinker. Yeah. I mean, oh. I'll say stuff and then, um, you know, even when I'm it's talking, like anxiety. yes, like even if I'm talking to somebody that I'm talking to about switching careers or joining the team or just anywhere, I mean, even yeah. if it's just like a networking thing. I will go home and if something like stuck out to me is, should I have said that? Should I have not have said that? And then I'm like, what do I do? Like, do I, do I call him and like, analyze it? Yes. Yes. Do you do that, Mike? Yes. You don't do that. You're not an overthinker, are you? I, I don't know if I overthink. I do like to review like mentally how an, how an exchange went and try to gauge, see how people responded. But I don't, 
I mean, once, it doesn't it's, stress once it's done, it's done. There ain't nothing I can do about it. But that is very true. So the next time yeah. we can but, try to do better. But, but I, I have found myself in situations where I probably like stepped over the line or, you know, maybe said something. I mean, not like, in, not like in a, not like in an interview or like oh, networking yeah, yeah. situation yeah. or professional experience. I mean, although I probably have in some instances, but you know, I mean, I have, and and thankfully, because I've overanalyzed, I've been able to say, like, I'm sorry. I you learn from it. Like, let's, yeah. Like, yeah. Let's That's learn human. From yeah. yeah. Like, let's learn from this. Like, let's, yeah. because I am such an overanalyzer that I think that it has helped me in some situations where I probably was over the line, or I can be a little bit abrasive at times. I, I, I try really hard not to be, because that's not really Yeah, I don't view I, you that way. That's, but, like, not who I am, like, yeah. in the inside of me, but, like, if I feel very passionate about something... I can, you know, sometimes be, um, come off that yeah, way. Yeah. And, and that's not how I want to come off at all. So I've definitely, there's only been a couple like a handful of situations where I'm like, that was not how I wanted to be seen. And so I've went back and said like, Hey, let's talk about this. Like this was <laughs> yeah, a great yeah, learning yeah, opportunity yeah. for me. This is not, this is not me. So, yeah. I think we're almost done. Oh, we nice. are. Yeah. Hold on. That was but fun. there is one last question. Oh no. It's a question for everyone. One at a time. Not everybody all at once. Oh, right, right, right. Huh. Nicole, what's the last thing that you learned? The last thing that I learned? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my gosh. Um, um, the last thing I learned... Hmm. You uh, learn stuff all the yeah, time. Yeah, you do. And you just, and it could be something really silly. Yeah. But you don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that, I think this isn't a specific example, so I will try to think of a very specific example, like, or something very specific, but just being, like, a parent to two four-year-olds or two kids in general mm-hmm. has been, I mean, it's, it's, like, insane. Like, every single day I have to learn something new or do something because I never, I always knew I wanted to be a mom, and I always, I just... Uh, like my personality is very much like checking in on people if they, you know, are having a bad day or like if I sense they're having a bad day or yeah. if they've had surgery or like whatever. So I've always, I've always been in my, I think like nurturing, but I've never been motherly if I, if that makes sense. So like when I would see other people's kids, like even my friends' kids, like I always thought they were adorable and I always wanted to hold them, but I didn't know what to do with them. You know, like I didn't yeah. know like what they were into. I didn't know to get on the floor and like play with them. And so like parenting has, you know, obviously made me do a 180, right? Because all of a sudden like you have to. You're completely immersed yeah. in that world. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's very interesting because I got to um, keep um, my nephew yesterday for, for a couple of hours. New, and yes, new yes, baby. Yes. And it was, um, it was so fun because I, you know, I've never had the experience of just having one baby, like one itty bitty baby. Oh yeah. So, um, I love it when people always say they want twins and I was like, that terrifies me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, do you not sleep at all? Yeah. And you know, like we didn't know what we didn't know. Right. And so there are so many like positives positives to it oh I mean, yeah their relationship the fact that they're always going to have each other especially in this day and age of bullying and these you know mental health issues and stuff like that like even if they don't feel comfortable talking it's to amazing. mike yeah. or i like they they will always have each other you know yeah 
And it's made like Mike and I be very much partners in parenthood um, because there has like both of us. I mean, obviously we both have our own hobbies and lives that we have both the kids for periods of time or he's traveled for work or I've traveled for work, but like, but for everyday like situations, like we just have had to very much partner, especially when they were babies. But yesterday, like watching just, just one baby, I was just like, it, Again, this isn't... I mean, I guess I kind of learned it yesterday, but I was like, oh my gosh. It just, like, reaffirmed it, maybe? Yes! Like, it it made me... Which is so silly, because Jack and Stella are perfect and amazing, and they don't know what they don't know either. Like, they don't feel like they missed out on anything, but it, like, broke my heart, because I sat there for an hour and a half and held Max while he slept and just, like, got to, like, touch him and kiss his cheeks and like love on him like soak it in yes and i never had to do that with jack and stella because i because you had to tend to both yeah i had to tend to both and honestly i don't remember the first year of their life like i think you know like you block out bad memories (laughs) i mean as much as i love i'm sorry i laughed yeah yeah i get i mean yeah yeah it has to be like so much you're doing twice the amount of work yeah and i mean obviously now that i have a nephew and i like see him um, doing things like memories are coming back, but I, and again, I don't know if that's really learning something. Did you learn that you want another baby? Uh, no. <laughs> no. If, you um, learned Especially that. if this is going to be on a podcast, the answer is no, because I will be um, getting divorce papers tomorrow. No, <laughs> we are too old to be, having, uh, to be having more kids. You learn to what? So. Yeah, soak yeah, in the moment yeah, I guess. and like appreciate yeah. it or you learn and, and I've always known that but I think just being in that moment I was just I, I yeah I was just like you you have to soak in every moment and even if mm-hmm. moments aren't always the best or the most positive like just soak it in and learn from it and mm-hmm. go on yeah and if I think of anything else why you guys tell me the last thing you learned I'll, I'll chime in oh you'll chime in okay, okay. perfect okay Shannon what was the last thing you learned I learned to put things back in their place I think I finally am learning that I get very like I want this out of the way and I just like set it somewhere and I don't know in that moment if I like black out because that's what I think I do but then I can never remember like we have a wedding to go to tonight I have no idea where my iron is how do you misplace an iron I don't know but I did it oh yeah so I learned that I guess it's like more of a learning process that I'm going through we have to be very conscious when you're like living in the city like of space and how we store things storage we don't have Uh a finished basement with like a huge storage area so i mostly find that matt's tools are getting misplaced just because they'll be left out and then i'll just put them in a box and put them in Uh the basement and then he's like where is my stuff i'm like i don't know in some of these boxes maybe that's where it's at so (laughs) Mike's like, no, uh, you well, didn't do that. It sounds like Matt needs to be cleaning up his net. <laughs> he does, but it just not if you get to it first. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way, especially I need about this clear. Yes, especially about certain places. So if you were to look in, um, so we have a four bedroom house, and there's one bedroom that because Jack and Stella share a room still. There's one room that is my closet because we built, live in a house that was built in the late 1970s, and so like walk-in closets weren't a thing. We have a, like the small like yeah, one door yeah, closet. Yeah, so that's so like Mike has the closet in our bedroom, and so I have a closet in. Um, it's really essentially my closet room because there's no like it's not I love even it, set up like, like a dressing a room. Yes. 
but it I'm is, into that. <laughs> but it is like, but it is a hot mess. Like, I mean, things like my shoes and my clothes are organized, but it also has like if I went shopping, like I'll just put the bags in there, and then you know I don't take the ba- the boxes down to the recycling bin, and so they like have been piling up and. Um, so anyways, it's, and Jack and Stella's clothes have kind of transitioned into there too, because their room, when they got their twin beds, aren't big enough for a chest of drawers, so like their chest of drawers is in there. If you were to look in there, you would never think that I was any sort of organized person. But I do, I, I hate when there's things on like the kitchen counters yes. that are not things that are supposed to be there. So because of that, I just put stuff places where people can't see. So, like, Mike ends up going Wait. insane when he opens up what should be just a regular drawer full of pins, and now it's junk drawer. To, yes, junk drawer. And especially when we start creating multiple junk drawers, he's like, why don't you just throw it away, put it away, or find a place for it? I'm like, well, if it wasn't on the freaking counters to begin with, then it wouldn't be in there. Right. So, yeah, I totally get you. Like, it's... Right. I feel like it's kind of lame, but it's, uh, it's my was, learning thing, a process. Mine was definitely lame, too, but I... Um, no, I like that. I get like a good visual of you like having a moment with your yeah, nephew. Yeah, and, nice. and then yeah, because yeah. you know, like the most mine most is throwing boxes of well, tools. Well, I, I mean, the most important thing in my life is my family, right? Yeah, so, you can tell. Yeah, you can definitely yeah, get like, that vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, I love my career, and I wanna, and I want to always hopefully work. I don't ever think that I could be, you know, a stay-at-home mom or anything. Yeah. But so my career is very important to me. But I mean, ultimately. My family is the most important Number thing to one. Me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And especially, like, just, I mean, I just, like, love being a mom. I never thought that I maybe would, but it's my favorite thing. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Same. And you feel the same way. It's fun. I mean, obviously not mom, but dad. Yes. <laughs> love being a mom. <laughs> so what did so you learn? What's the last thing you learned, Michael? Yeah. Um, staying on theme here with family stuff. Yeah. I got to take a little guy to the doctor this afternoon. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes, he got sent home yesterday from school with a fever and a sore throat. Oh. He's got an appointment this afternoon. So that's the last thing you learned, that Connor needs to be going yeah, to the I got doctor. That, I got that text late last night. Mm. So do you? So is he home from school today then too? They actually aren't having school today. Okay. I feel um, like they're out of school a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm noticing What's a theme What's today's there. reason? Is there something going on? Who needs a reason? Usually they're like heat advisory, but that's not yeah, today. That's no, they just no school today. In service? Sure. Okay. That may, I need a reason. Oh, maybe fall break. Uh, mm-hmm. Some schools are having fall break, just, right? Just today. Um, I don't remember having fall break when I was in school. Did we? Have, I don't think we did. I was like, got excited about it when that was a thing in college. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we get fall break. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's always accompanied with. You have a ton of work to do over fall break, or you have a right. bunch of exams right before. Right. So. Huh. Yeah. No school. Well, that's good. He doesn't have to take like a another, like, another day. Doesn't, <laughs> they have, day. <laughs> kids really don't have like a limit on those. Womp womp. Oh man. Let's talk about lame okay. stuff that I learned. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that is. That, I mean, I I would say that that is lamer than ours. <laughs> Yeah. We did it. We did it. Woo-hoo. All right. Thanks Yay. for having me. Um, it was thank fun. you, Nicole, for coming, for coming on. on. Yeah, it was fun. And as always, if anybody's interested who's listening and wants to be on the No One Special podcast, uh, reach out to us through Facebook or our email, which is No One Special Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Yeah. Send us a review, a rating, a thank you, a screw you, a hi, hello, how are you, any of that stuff. We want to hear from you and have you on if you want to be on. Yep. 
until then, go talk to some strangers, will you?